nerves wear off me a little bit. I haven't been preaching long. And uh, I sure didn't think of being preaching and having a fellowship with me. I hope the Lord helps me. I sure won't. I think it's going to come apart. Um, but today I want to be I want to be anointed by him. I want to be a servant. Somebody he can look down and say, I want to bless him. I want to do something for him. I want to be his servant. Um, like Brother John said, nine years ago, I came here and I, you know, I lived in a Christian home all my life. We were raised in the Church of God, and uh, you know, and we came out because you know they weren't living holiness, and that's what we wanted. We wanted holiness. We didn't want that. We didn't want the way. We didn't want a compromise. Way. We didn't want a preacher that said, you know, you can go to heaven this way. Just just pay your tithes. We wanted something more. And the Lord saved me. And he came, when I came back to him here, and I thank the Lord for that. This is a special place. I thank the Lord for everything He's done. Pray for me this morning. I'm very nervous. Turn the page on the chapter Mark, chapter three, and uh, I'm sorry, Mark four, and verse thirty-five. And the same day when Eden was come, He said unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude. They took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind. And the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, perish thou not that we perish. And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased. And there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? I was praying the other, the last week, Brother Albert, and I said, You know, Lord, you know, I want to be your servant. You know, Lord, you know, I've just started working for you. I've just started preaching. And I'm not coming to expect to preach. But Lord, if I didn't give me a message. I began to read my Bible. And he brought me to that, Brother Keith. And I said, Lord, you're speaking to me. What manner of man is this? That the winds and the waves even obey him. That was on Monday afternoon. I said, Lord, I thank you. This, this is powerful scripture. I thank you, Lord. I've gone through a lot of trials in my life. I've gone through a lot of trials. But, and, and I can say, what manner of man is this? That even those trials. Even those problems of life, those storms of life, those winds and waves that come my way, obey Him. What manner of man is this? On Wednesday afternoon, they come to my office to lay me off. I say, Lord, I know why you gave me that message. I know why you did it, because you give it to me. You said you saw a storm coming. We, you know, we hear about these forecasters on the radio. You know, they say there's going to be a storm coming next week. How do they know that? How do they know that? They see it. They know what's going to happen. But I'm glad I got a great forecaster, Brother Adam. I'm glad I got somebody that sees a storm coming in my life. And is ready to prepare me. Ready to give me strength. Ready to come and say, peace be still, Brother Keith. If I can testify just a little while. I, when uh, I was just a little boy, my mama was raising holes. Well, they come out of Catholicism, what they did. And um, my great-granddaddy was holding preacher. And uh, they, they found they found holes. And they, they come out of Catholicism. And Mama put the Word of God in her heart. And she said, I'm going to serve him no matter what. Grandma said, I'll serve him no matter what. Then her husband went to serve him. And there was many storms. But Jesus was aboard the ship. And he said, I'll calm the storm for you. I'll bring you through it. And I'll help you. I'll help you. Mama, Mama held that in her. She married a man. 
There was a Marine. He was a Baptist man. And she, you know, that, let me tell you, young people, you can't win. You know, the devil says you'll win. But, you know, come within the faith here. I'm so glad that my wife, you know, the Lord gave me my wife because I didn't have that problem. I didn't have to say, well, I'm going to win my wife because she might have gone the other way. So many times it does. But I want to, you know, today, you know, if you're going to a meeting, you know, if you're going somewhere, look for somebody that's got the Holy Spirit. Look for somebody that's, that's serving God. How many times have I seen somebody says, you know, Brother Keith, they say they've got the Holy Ghost, but they sit on the pew the whole service and look at pictures in the back seat and talk the whole time. That don't mix. That's not holiness. That's not it. But the Lord saw fit to give me a good holiness wife, and I praise Him for that because He, he, he gave me that ability. He gave me that help. That help. I thank the Lord for that. But Mama married a man. He was in the Marine Corps, a Baptist man. And uh, Mama said, I'll win him to the Lord. I'm going to win him. And he come to church. And he prayed him. They tried to pray him through. You know, he said that he was saved. He said he was sanctified. And they didn't know the concept of getting the Holy Ghost. But they put him down, you know, they brought him to the altar that night. And uh, they tried to pray him through. And uh, it was several hours they tried to pray him through. And finally he fell back and began to speak in a tongue. And, uh, but it proved to be that it wasn't the real thing. He ran off from my mama the next day or the next one. That wasn't the Holy Ghost. That wasn't the Holy Ghost. But like you said last night, the devil seeks in tongues too. It's a fake. It's a phony. But the Lord was on my mama's ship. He saw what was going on. You know, a lot of people threw up their hands and said, Lord, do you not care that I perish? Do you realize I can't live without a husband? That's what a lot of people say. They say, I'm going to have to find me another one. You know, I can't. that's not the Lord's will. Well, the Lord wants you to realize He's on, this, on your ship. And He'll bring you through that storm. What manner of man is this that can even the winds and the waves obey Him? What manner of man is this that can bring you through a husband or a wife leaving you? What manner of man is this? My The Lord saw fit that my grandmother, you know, she took us in and brought us in. Mama never looked for another husband. Mama said, I'm going to serve God. I'm going to serve God. Although the church of God is telling me, you know, it's, it was his fault. You can get you another one. The, the word of God was installed in my mom's heart. She said, I'll serve God. I'm not going to listen to that. I'm going to serve the Lord. The Lord is upon my ship. He'll bring me through the storm. She raised us in holiness. Although we were going to a word of church, we had nowhere to go. And I, I guess what rather that we stayed at home because it seemed like it brought a lot of problems later in my life. Because it's, it's, it's a confused way. We talked about that confused way. And uh, I pity those in the confused way because they're told that they have it and they don't know it. And, uh, you know, I, that was what we was in. But the Lord saw fit for us to meet Brother Keith. And we started church. And we began going in this holiness meetings and began to see the real power of God in the life. Began to see how he really worked and how it happened. I remember sitting on this pew back here, Brother Rodney, and Brother Will Conley up here preaching. And he said... I was up here, and I guess I was playing the part of the hypocrite. I know it was. I was I was up there looking good, you know. I had my long sleeves on, and I had the things, you know. But at the car, I had a whole book of heavy metal CDs. I was living wrong. I was living for the devil. Brother Will turned around, shook my hand, said, "Don't ever play the music for the devil." I felt happy. I said, "Lord, I'm not living for you. You're not a born machine. I'm not doing what you want me to do." But that next year, I came and got saved right here. And I've got him on my ship. i got him on my ship. And he helped me. I thank the Lord for that. I thank the Lord for that. But I chose, you know, for a long time to say, I'll sell this open. 
I sail on these waves. I'll brave the storm by myself. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But when I got the Lord on my ship, and when he could say, peace be still to me, I'm so glad. I'm so glad for that. Turn to Matthew 14, 23 and 33. I feel like the smallest among us, especially after the preaching we've been hearing. And um, I hope the Lord helped I want to get his anointing. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into the mountain park. Mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves. For the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, Is it a spirit? And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come to thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And began and beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? And when, they were, and when they were coming to the ship, the wind ceased. Then they were in the ship, came and worshipped him, saying, Of thou, of truth, thou art the Son of God. I can tell you many times. I'm going to tell you about two years ago. I went to the doctors. For a regular check. They told me I had a tumor. And they said it was cancer. No, that storm was a blowing. The wind was a blowing. I know. I, the devil told me, he said, You're gone. You know, he, he would worry me for years. You know, the, the spirit of worry, that's not faith. The black people say, if you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to pray, don't worry. And that's what we need to do. If you're going to worry, you're not trusting the Lord. You're not trusting Him because He's there to walk with you on the water. That faith that Peter had, he said, I'm with you. Just like he was with him on the boat. No doubt, Peter was there on the boat. Let's see what he did. But Peter saw the waves. He saw the wind. And began to sing. And he didn't trust the Lord. Right. That doctor said, cancer. And the devil come to me and said, you're done. You're not going to live through it. You're not going to, you're not going to see another day. But the Lord come in and said, I'm on your boat. I'll bring you through this. The devil would throw some winds away. And I began to sing. I began to go around and ask him, folks. My wife, I'm about driver half crazy. I said, do you think I'll make it through this? Do you think I'll, it'll ever come back? Do you think it's going to do this? I was trusting the doctor's word more than I was God's word. And that's not the Lord's will. He says, he's the master physician. He's the great physician. That's the Lord. <laughs> he's what manner of man is this? That even cancer, even sugar rush, even heart disease, even anything can answer to him. He can say, peace be still to the greatest storm. And it has to subside. That's, what, that's the kind of God I'm serving. What manner of man is this that can bring a boy out of the church of God, a boy whose daddy left him and run out on him and, say, and bring him in and hold him and make a preacher out of him, trying to make a preacher out of him. I want to be his servant. I want to be 
somebody that says, Lord, I realize you're on my shield, and I'm going to trust you no matter what comes. I'm not going to be one that wavers. I'm not going to be one that takes my eyes off of you and decides that the winds are greater than you because he made this world. He, he knows the storms that are coming, Brother Abbott. He sees them and he can walk through it. I want to put my hand in his hand and say, Lord, I'll walk with you all the way. I realize you're on my ship and I know that you care that I don't perish. That you realize that my needs and what, and you're going to bring me through this no matter what. That cancer got to me. It said, you know, the devil said, you know, you're not going to make it. And he, he knocked on my face here and there, here and there. Seemed like I grabbed a little bit of faith and some good saints. I had some faith in, you know, they would say something, you know, they would. If you're not going to say something good to somebody who's sick, you might as well not say nothing at all. Because that's just the devil working through you. Let me tell you that right now. I, I really believe that. I don't understand it, but I believe it. How come the devil can sometimes give discouraging words to a saint of God? But it happens. But somebody come along and said, well, you better not do this. You better not do that. I know somebody that had leukemia five years after that. That was all it took. That was all it took. The devil was right there. He said, ah, oh, see, I told you. I told you you thought you'd pass the storm, but look at that. Somebody, you know, faced another storm down the road. You better look and see what's coming your way. Faith went down again. I was sinking again. I didn't realize again that Jesus was going my ship. I, did, I thought he was asleep. I thought he didn't care, Brother Fonzo, that I perished. But then one day, as I was driving down the road, I went down to, um, I was going to this for my treatments for the radiation. They put me through some treatments. And I was, you know, I dreaded them. I said, Lord, you know, I don't understand why I'm having to go through this, but I know you're going to walk with me. And uh, the doubt, you know, the doubter was there, you know, saying, well, you know, I just don't understand. And I turned on my radio, and uh, the Lord ministers to me through song. You know. I don't understand, you know, how it happened, you know, these dummy folks that sing it, you know, they just don't live anything. But the words of the song that come across, there's some black folks singing. They say, Jesus is with me, though the storm clouds gather. He's standing by my side when I hear the thunder roll. He holds my hand when I begin to tremble and the winds of this world are blowing strong. Jesus is a fence around my, His children. His grace is sufficient to stand the storm. His word is a promise that I can stand on when the winds of this world is blowing strong. I began to realize, Brother Keith, that He was born my ship. I began to realize that though my feet seemed like they couldn't hardly go, Although I, it seemed like I could see every wind and every wave coming around me, I realized that his hand was out for it. And Jesus was with me. Jesus was there to say, I'll bring you through it. I'm going to help you. That's my God. What manner of man is this that can calm the wind, calm the waves, can heal cancer, can do anything? My Lord, there's nothing too big for my God. There's nothing too big for my God. He set me free from that doubt. And from that worry, yeah, the devil comes again with another storm and another wind, Brother Keith. He comes again and says, it's this time. You know, you know this saint to have this and this saint to have that. The Lord never said we never go through nothing. But he said, I'll always be there with you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And that he'd always be there with us. What a blessed promise. That the Lord, the Son of God, who died on Calvary, he, that... God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever shall believe on Him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life. Even the, even, 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 even the most, you know, uh, you know, Baptist folks or even the sinners, or, you know, they know that. Even the smallest child know that Scripture. But what a privilege we have to go to Him and believe in Him that He's on our ship and know that He's going to be there with us. That comforter. That something that comes up and says, yeah, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I'm with you. I forsake you. I'm not going to forsake you.
the, there's, there's a poem that, you know, most of us know about the footprints in the sand. And I was thinking about that. Uh, if you allow me to read it. It says, One night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord across the scenes, across the sky flashed scenes of, from his life. From each scene he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand. One belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times of his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I've noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you the most, you were, we would leave you. A lower pride, my son, my precious child. I love you and would never leave you during your lowest times of trial and suffering when you only see one set of footprints. It was then that I carried you. I'm glad, Brother John, that he carried me. I'm glad that the Lord is there to help me. The Lord loves us. And if he's aboard your ship, you've got no reason to fear the storm. You've got no reason when the wind kicks up to say, Lord, am I going to make this through? Do you, do you not care that I perish? The Lord cares. The Lord is, if the Lord is there, now if the Lord ain't aboard your ship, I worry about it. I would really worry about it. And I sure I, I would get him. You know, a Brother Average said a long time ago, um, and it stuck with me, that, uh, you know, you don't use the Lord for fire insurance. You know, that's, that's bad. That's a bad way to do it. You know, it's just to have him there for a bad time. You know. But the Lord is there even in good times. The Lord is there to bless him. I'm glad I know him. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 and 29, said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. We heard this last night. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew. And they beat upon the house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these things, things of mine, and doeth them not, shall be like to a foolish man that built his house upon the sand. I'm glad I got the rock before my ship. I'm glad I've got that rock. I'm glad I've got the sun, that precious sun. I'm glad that Jesus is with me. Even when the storm clouds gather, he's standing by my side when I hear the thunder roll. He holds my hand. When I begin to tremble, and the winds of this world is blowing strong. Jesus is a fence around his children. His grace is sufficient to stand the storm. His word is a promise we can stand on. When the winds of this world is blowing strong. That's reassurance right here. It's telling us, again, if we're reading this, Brother Dickie, we have no doubt that the Lord is a bonus ship. We can say, Lord, you told me, you promised me, and I believe you're there. If I'm living for him, he'll, he'll be there for me. Thank you, Lord.